Hi guys, welcome to season two of the Unqualified Preacher Podcast. My name is Ine Mudodion and this is the first episode of season two. So today I have a very special guest. Like I'm so excited. We've been trying to do this for hundred years and now we are here. Before I start talking too much, her name is Esther and say hi Esther. Hi guys, how are you guys doing? What's happening? Okay, so before we go into today's conversation, I feel like I need to give a little intro to this amazing mm-hmm. person that I have right here on this mm-hmm. episode. Don't let your head to bust tomorrow. <laughs> so, so Esther, like, when I think about Esther, right, I think about a conversation I had one time at the office and people were complaining that the world was going to this dark, terrible place and there was no no coming back, no returning and like the light was dimming and the world was full of darkness and there was nothing happening. I was like, no, like you guys... I disagree like yes bad things are happening yes the world is that but there's also like like i i'm fortunate to know really amazing people that are sold out to god that are on fire for god and like it's never funny the way they are living their lives like just on display and you just see them and you see god and i can say with all my chest beat my chest and say one of those people that i think of when i think of think back to that conversation is esther which is i've been so excited to have this conversation with her and now we are here yay i'm excited okay (laughs) So, you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> that one you did was, was what teaser. Eh? It was teaser in it. Hey. Okay, so hi guys. Uh, my name is Esther underscore UA, for those of you who know. Um, so, a brief intro about myself. I really, really am just a young girl who is trying to live her life in the best way she knows how to. I love God so much. I'm not perfect. But one thing that I'm sure of is that I really, really love God. And I want to live in a way that pleases Him. So, even when I do mess up, it's kind of, you know how there's something that just redirects. Or there's something that gets you back on track. It's that thing. It's just the fact that, okay, Esther, you actually love God. You really, really care about this this God and you want to do better. So, it's easier to do better. Um, I'm currently in university, so I'm a few hundred level. Um, I freelance as well, do some media I stuff. I know what you want to say your market. Introduce the parts that affect this podcast. You get send that whole market. I'm single. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. That's it. Okay. <laughs> End of the introduction. Okay, so... In season two, we are doing this amazing thing, right? Yes. Called the Gospel According to. Mm. And I'm going to have people every um, every, every episode just mm-hmm. you know talking about their faith journey, like and just the individual because everybody you know is, this is it's the same good news, the same gospel, yeah. the same good. But everybody has their own unique um, experiences, and it, it really helps. So I think it really it can boost other people's faith. Yeah. To, to relate to, to find someone's testimony they can relate mm-hmm. to, and you know. Yeah. So, how did this your God thing start? When okay. did this start? My faith journey, I would say my faith journey started officially 2017. But really, it's funny. Well, maybe not 2017. I was involved in 2017. But prior to that, I'm PK, pastor's child. I've been in church my whole life. I've been, I was singing in church my whole life, right from an early age. I was a typical pastor's child you know i was really involved i wasn't even a bad you know how you say i'm a pastor mm. i was even a pastor in that negative sense i mean i was just a normal child i had a regular childhood i lived my life but i was also very good i also really loved 
I feel like now, looking back now, you know, at that stage, I would have said I love God, but looking back now, I love the idea of mm. church and everything we're doing. It was fun for me, it was interesting. Um, but in 2016, I had a cousin who was really close to me. We grew up together, lived together for the longest time. And she was living with, with me at the time as well with her daughter. And in 2016, she passed away. Um, and so <clears throat> the whole period of her passing away, I'd never lost anybody before that that was really, really close to me. And this was somebody that was really close to me. She was my sister, in fact. And so it was overwhelming. There was a lot of pressure for me because I felt sad about it. But there was so much happening as well that I did not understand. There were family family drama because of it. But I feel like the major thing that changed a lot of things for me was the fact that um, my whole family came together and prayed. Your pastors coming in, your pastors being out, different, different, you know, the whole drama of it all. And in my heart of heart, I felt like she was going to wake up. I mean, you know how you don't believe, but somehow you just feel like the reason why I felt like she was going to wake up was because I felt like I deserved it. So I actually had that was the most genuine prayer I had ever prayed in my life, and that was the first prayer that I it was the most truthful prayer I honestly prayed to God was. I told him, God, I've never asked you for anything before. And this was after she was buried. I said, I've never asked you for anything before. And anything major. Because I had never. And I've never done anything so bad that you wouldn't answer my prayer. So I don't understand why you would do you would do this to me and you would let her die. And after that, that was the last prayer I prayed for a whole year as well. But I feel like every other thing I was doing, I mean, God was hearing it and accepting it. But that was the last prayer. I said to God, you know, and after that, I stopped singing, I stopped praying. I was just going to church because I had to, and when I didn't have to, I didn't go. And I honestly hated God. I cursed him in my in my heart, and I cursed him out loud, as well. People would tell me, people would tell me God was good, and I I would laugh at them to their faces. And I also felt like God was taunting me because a few months after that, my mom called me to the kitchen. And she's telling me about how she has a family friend or whatever that died and they prayed and she came back to life. And I just wow. looked at her and I was like, why are you telling me this? I said, well, I don't know that, you know. And she she, she literally, she was breaking down everything and I just walked away. And I was like, wow, I was like, so you can't do this. But like now it's a personal... Yeah, so you're beefing God. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. It was before in him. So... I was just confused though. I wasn't even confused. I was sure that he wasn't a good God. I was sure that he wasn't good to me anyway. I thought they would be had a problem that I didn't know about. But anyway, I just continued living my life. Then one day I had I was writing exams, I was preparing for exams rather, and I was in my room all alone. And by this time I had deleted every gospel song from my laptop. So I was just playing normal shuffle playlist different events on rihanna beyonce no problem and i was reading and playing music and then i don't know where this song came from on my laptop um unstoppable love and it was playing and i wasn't even paying attention because i knew the song already so i was just kind of singing along and it got to the part where it said no sin no death no past no pain can separate me from your love no height no death no death can separate me from your love and as i said no death i literally sang it without even thinking about it 
and I honestly broke down crying and I felt there was a presence in the room. I was crying for like an hour straight. By the time I stopped crying, it was dark. The whole place, everywhere was dark. You know, the sun had gone down and I felt this intense weight off my shoulders and I was like, wow, okay. So I didn't even know what that experience was. I didn't think it was, well, I thought it was something spiritual, but I didn't think that it was significant. So I just told, I mean, when I thought about the words that no death can separate me from your love, it changed everything. So it wasn't saying, oh, that I wouldn't let anybody you love die. It was saying even when people you love die, I still love you. And it changed, even changed it further from, you might hate me, but I still love you. And I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, so he doesn't hate me, right? And at that very moment, I promised myself that I would try to find out a little bit more about God because I didn't know that he loved me and that he didn't hate me. And so I started doing research. It was a lot. I was doing a lot of research. So we said not Bible study, but research. <laughs> like that time I was reading history. No, not Bible study because it was Bible study would have just been me. But I was talking to people. I was asking questions. That's when I met lots of people that I know now. I was just reaching out to people. And then I gave myself a year. Because in my head I was like, I have my life to live. I'm not going to waste time on this if it's not fruitful. I gave myself a year. And by... November, the next year, I don't know how I was in church. I was now, you know, a believer, <laughs> a child of God. Um, there were lots of things that happened in that year because I was asking questions and meeting the right people and talking to people. I feel like God was also very much involved in that whole process because I don't know how I met some of the people that I met, and I'm grateful that I didn't meet people that would have taken advantage of the situation of me. And so I know that he, everything he did directing me, it was all part of his plan at the end of the day. And um, yeah, that's how it all started for me. By 2017, November, I dedicated my life to God. So by 2017, November, I dedicated my life to God and it doesn't mean that the journey has been all highs you know but at the end of the day the foundation for me is one that i mean i tell i remember telling somebody i don't know who i was talking to i was talking to a friend or someone i just met and i was like the reason why no matter what happens even when things i don't understand happen my faith in god wouldn't disappear my shake but it wouldn't go away that i'll say no i don't believe it because i've been at that extreme before and then i worked to get out of that extreme there was a whole process of believing so it's coming from a place of complete unbelief to complete belief in god and i don't just think that i can ever go back to that place i know how my life was and even if my life was good then i know how I just know how it felt to be in that place, you know, and now I know I have seen, you know when you taste something that is sweet, like, I can't go, guys, we're really tasting, you know, 
I was not going to say that I don't know what passage I was reading the other time. I was talking about how it's God that gives us the, the desire and mm. the one that helps us abide. Mm. And like I know for me, my own journey too, I look at how God like planned everything. And even when you think you're the one that is looking for God, yeah. trust me, God is the one that put that desire yes. in you, and God is the one that puts you in the environment where you even where that desire can build up and can even exist mm-hmm. and ultimately everything is just good like there's nothing that we do that exists outside of god one of the one of the best things or most interesting things that i like about you is relax countdown <laughs> is you have this way when it comes talking about how you communicate to god and i think that the reason i'm bringing that up is is the is the beginning of the year lots of people struggle with you know how do i hear from god mm-hmm. i want to 2020 i need to know god i need to live but how do mm-hmm. i get to him sometimes it feels like my prayers are not going past mm-hmm. the ceiling yeah. or the roof or you know past my door and i'm praying i'm praying and nothing is happening or you know from next week now churches are about to embark on 50 days 100 days fast and everybody are most people First, they are, from, in my opinion, fasting with the wrong mentality. Mm-hmm. But they are fasting so that they can know God, or so that they can end something. So, why? But I'm bringing all of this because I want you to tell us how you communicate with God and how, like, you, not just to talk to Him, but like how it's a two, two-way street with you. Because I know you personally, so I know this gist. But yeah, enlighten us. Okay, so I feel like my journey on communication with God okay. started from understanding what prayer was and i had to break off from that space where i felt like prayer was you know just talking to god and just asking him and yelling at god trust me i did a lot of yelling in that one year so but because i was doing research i found out that there was more to prayer but i didn't even completely understand it because the experiences i've had with communicating with god have really completely gone way past just him talking back to me um but initially you know so i just understood that prayer is more than talking to god and the only thing that i understood then was that god speaks back and i can hear and that's all i wanted so i i I just i was crying to god for a long time i just want to hear the audible voice of god i want to hear your voice audibly I did further research after I did not hear his voice, <laughs> and I realized that God speaks many in ways. many ways. God speaks in many ways, and you know sometimes we don't even realize that there are other people out there. There are people who cannot hear. There are people who cannot talk. So if we now leave it God to the audible voice, audible well, death, yes. death, hear his voice. You know. So after he did not talk to me and. I'm so grateful that God did not speak to me when I asked for it. I realized that there were other ways. And so, one of those ways, and I feel like it was all tactic, <laughs> one of those ways was through the word of God. So, for me, I was not even studying the word of God because I wanted to hear his voice. I honestly, sincerely thought that if I read the Bible, I would hear God's voice. Let me be reading. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just thought that if I read the Bible, I would hear his voice. But... I learned about the audible voice of God. I learned about the Bible. I also learned about strong impressions. So those were the three things I was just carrying at the beginning of my journey. And for the longest time, that was all that it was for me. Studying the Bible helped a lot. It does. And 
honestly speaking, I can beat my chest for the Bible. I can beat my chest that the word of God is what it is, the word of God. There are answers in there. There's life in the Bible. But that's another topic for another <laughs> life. <laughs> a whole life as a matter of fact. Um, so I studied the word of God. I got closer to God. But I was craving in him. I wanted to hear his voice so bad. Because now that I think about it, I realized that there was a little doubt in me. I still did not truly know. And because when I had the experience, you know how people say they heard the voice. I did not. I was just crying <laughs> like a baby. I'm feeling a presence. You know, so I really wanted to hear God's voice. And I prayed. And then one day I heard his voice. It just it just happened. One day I heard his voice. One day I heard, in fact, I had so many experiences after that. I would hear God's voice like a whisper. I think I've only heard his voice really loud once. And you know, I formed the whole doctrine after that day. <laughs> I started telling people that when God, <laughs> his voice is loud, he's angry. <laughs> and when he's a whisper, that means things. Honestly, that... <laughs> I feel like the reason why God doesn't answer us sometimes, a lot of the time, is because he doesn't want us to. Talk. He does not want doesn't us. Doesn't want to. us to form doctrines around certain things. Because ah. if he answers us that the way we want him to answer us, I then that. we'll do altar <laughs> there. We'll turn our house into church and say, pay five hundred to come and hear God's voice. <laughs> I heard God's voice. I heard, I heard, and most times I hear his voice very calm. But also people started talking to me and people started confirming. So imagine different people from random places telling you the same thing a couple number of times. You just have to know. People will say, oh, the universe is sending me a message. But me, I know my it's God. It's not the universe. I know a God that is bigger than that universe. <laughs> and he wants to talk to me. And um, I started having other experiences. Um, I would wake up. God would actually wake me up in the middle of the night. And we would talk. And most times... So I was very guarded. Now the thing is, I wanted to hear God's voice because of clouds. Mm. So I could see so yeah. I had heard his voice. Mm. But not because of communion. But what God wanted with me was communion. Mm. And so... Trust me, the, the time that God really, not that he opened up to me, but the time that I started having a lot of these experiences was when I stepped out of myself. So I heard God telling me one day that I wasn't telling him everything. And he wanted me to tell him everything. Not because God doesn't know no, everything, everything yeah. but because you build intimacy in that way. When you're not ashamed, when you're naked before him, and when you can tell him everything. And I was like, God, there's something that I just cannot say to you because you're yeah, my God. big daddy. <laughs> you know, I can't start telling you all my ah. So thought about it and I did more research and I discovered journaling see journaling for me changed everything because I felt like so I always kept a diary as a child got me in trouble quite a number of times but I kept a diary I loved it I still love writing so I was just like ah I can't journal now so now I had another diary in quotes but this time I called it journal because I did you now <laughs> so in there I would write my deepest darkest secrets and I would tell them to God I would I will, I will call him dear Abba and I will write it and I will tell him how I felt and not how I wanted to feel. You know sometimes you want to be a boss lady but you're not really a boss lady yet. I'll tell him how I how I feel like sometimes sorry to cut in I mm. feel like sometimes we come we package uh we package ourselves before God Over-packaging. which is really like does not make any sense because God sees 
God sees us. Like he's not he's not like other human beings that can't really see us. He yeah. can't see us. But we we come and we are coming with flowery English like well today wasn't so good, but also wasn't so bad. Like God yeah, has God has wants hundred percent honesty. There's that element of shame. Yes. And sin does that to you. No fault of ours. There's that there's that veil of shame that you just cannot even bring yourself. There's some things you just can't even say. Like I just couldn't say it. So that one too is a big problem. I would just write down things I was ashamed about and I feel like you know you feel like God doesn't deserve your mess and you feel like you're too dirty. But then it was easy for me to write it. So I always tell people to try writing down stuff and try looking for other alternatives because that was just an alternative for me. It might be something different. But I was writing down a lot and God was as I was opening up to him, he was opening up to me. He would tell me things that most times were completely unrelated from what I was telling him. It's crazy. You think that your answer is coming this way, but it's coming another way. Yeah. So I can tell him something, I have a problem, and then he's telling me Zed, something that I didn't ask about. But in that, you find your blessing and you find your deliverance. And so God started opening up to me and talking to me, and I was hearing his voice more, and I was seeing him in more than the voice. No, I wasn't limiting him to the audible voice anymore. And because of that, I had opened up to I'd opened up myself to having more experiences. And that has been my journey. I mean, I've had conversations about hearing God's word and people talk about I mean, you know how you see God in nature. People talk about hearing hearing God when you have plants or stuff and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. No, ah, ah. You are really on another level, but you know, he wants to relate to us so many different ways and on so many unique levels. So I learned not to crave other people's experiences and I learned not to desire other people's you know methods and I wanted my own and I still want my own. But I was telling you earlier at some point I started to crave previous, <laughs> you know. There's sure best ways of, yeah. I mean, but there are some things that are just so special, and they're just so special for that one time, and it's okay as well. It's okay to not have an experience twice, and I'm going to get peace in that. Hmm. So with this, with this God, um, communicating with God thing, for me, I find that, or oh, I've come to this place of understanding that. God interacts with us in, our, in in ways that make sense to us. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you look at the way your mother interacts with you and the way she interacts with your brother, there are two different ways. If she doesn't love you less. She doesn't love him more. It's just you are two different children, so she communicates and interacts with you guys differently. So, it's, I found that it's the same thing because for one person, it could be, you know, God is speaking to you while you're generally for me it's mm. been interesting way sometimes it's the sky i'm just looking at the sky and my head <laughs> wants to blow from just how amazing god is yeah. sometimes it's his beggars or thoughts wow. so I'm, I'm not even like wow in serious i'm not joking in seriously <laughs> sometimes it's it's more often than not it's an impression in my in my yeah. heart or in my mind or yes. it's just inside my head yeah and that usually happens when I find that it's a lot easier for me to hear God when I'm calm, when I'm still. So I, I get that a lot when I'm in the bathroom. And mm. I'm just not thinking, I'm just 
having my baba i'm also just like thinking about god or worshiping god or even just not even not even in that just calm just no mm-hmm. thoughts in my head then i can really hear him or i i find i hear him a lot when i'm just calm mm-hmm. it's just like because i'm someone that i'm always almost always with earpiece so i might not be doing anything but there's music in my ear which can also create an avenue or yes, an, an, an environment for yeah. you know god to speak but sometimes just no noise nothing just staying still and just like i don't even need to even invite him into the situation he just showed up and yes. just starts talking and then god is not this god is not this scary God is not this scary person in the clouds that when he speaks, mm. there's this boom mic and everybody's trembling and mm. trees. No, God, God is. I think that we as, uh, um, I think that we as human beings, we we we, we are so our ego is too much that we think that we created everything, anything or everything that we are. Trust me, your sarcasm is not you that created it. Your mm. with your sense of humor, <laughs> it's not you that created it. the fact that you are witty. You're not the one. God is all those things. Yeah. We are simply reflectors. So, so I've been times that God talked to me and he yapped me. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's another level. That one, eh, I really, uh, I'll just be looking at like, myself like this. Hmm. God talked to me and he had me. God talked to me and he was very funny. I yes. would just be standing on the road and laughing, laughing, and people would just be thinking this guy is mad. <laughs> or God would be like, I should be. I told you. <laughs> or something would happen. Like maybe he would have said something, and then that thing happens, and it's like, should be. I told you. You think I you know, have sense more than I me? Know that and like God. <laughs> So I feel I feel like we restrict God when we try to put him in a box of he can only, you know, speak in a certain way. God speaks to me through movies. Mm. When I used to do religion, I, I remember watching Wonder Woman and I wrote a really? whole... Yes, I wrote a whole... Yes! I wrote a whole article. People were watching Wonder Woman and seeing Wonder Woman and her fighting and yeah, kissing man. I was watching it and I was seeing God and I was seeing selflessness and I was seeing how God loves us and how That's Jesus so Christ, sweet. you know, put aside because he went to the garden and he was like, take this um, cup away from me. But yeah, he still, he still there's a part in Wonder Woman where her, her, not even boyfriend, whatever they were doing, she has died and she wants to give up. But she still, she puts that away and I wrote this whole article about it. You can't look for it and read it. But like, God speaks to me a lot through movies. Cause it, I think it's almost that thing of, since you don't want to come to the movies, come to me. <laughs> I will come to you. Have so He speaks to me through movies. He speaks to me. It speaks to me through books. He speaks to me through. In them, you're living the life. <laughs> Imagine. He speaks to me through music. He oh, speaks to me through human beings. And like. When is the human being is always interesting because sometimes it's unexpected. Maybe I'm praying for something or praying yeah. about something, and then someone just comes and they don't even know. That's the thing I like about God. Yeah, they don't even they know, don't that. know that. Some people there. know. Some people come and say God, God said I should yeah. tell you. That's cool too. But the one that makes me just like blush, I just feel like a kid that is just that's a Christmas <laughs> day because it's so like, thoughtful. It's, it's really so thoughtful. They don't even know. Like I remember I was thinking about. I had this decision i was wrestling with and i was like what am i going to do and i was at the office someone walks up to me and says every like the person was just downloading it was the person's mouth person's face but it was god hmm. and i'm just like and i'm wow. just laughing but was talking i was just keeping quiet and i was just laughing <laughs> i was like why like, oh, oh. sometimes i tell them yeah depending on how like if i know that they they would understand and sometimes i don't but like I think if you don't get anything, you get anything from this. I just want you to know that God does not speak in one way. No, 
doesn't speak like that he speaks in plenty of ways mm-hmm. and so i think a best the best way to to think about communi- communicating with god is just letting yourself leaving yourself to be open I was so every day you wake up that. in the morning and like anyhow you want to come i was just about to say that i'm fine because yeah. we, we we streak the line i was going to talk about how i was going to ask you about this thing <laughs> i feel like people people like to ritualize god i don't know if that's a word mm-hmm. but like god cannot come or i cannot be ready for god mm-hmm. until i wake up i brush my teeth i cover my hair i sweep my floor i put white garment on the floor mm-hmm. i put my bible my this i play messy chingo then the atmosphere is ready yeah. i feel like sometimes you ritualize god like <laughs> I, god must god can only come after i have done certain and certain certain things yeah. and god is there two four seven so like what, what has been your experience with that um for that i definitely know quite a number of people that are very set in that way um and honestly speaking i'm not one of those people I don't believe that there has to be a particular method, especially because for me, God has been breaking boundaries from day one, you know, so when I see people like that, first of all, I try as much as possible to respect them and what they think. So I don't mind. It's not every day that I clean the face and sweep the floor and white garment. It's not every day. So if I did that today, then let's do it and I'll pray that God meets me at this place, you know because i feel like i feel like god knows where you are as a person and he knows how to meet you at that place especially in your mindset and in your level of understanding you know so not everybody in fact we can't all understand god fully or completely as far as god is concerned we're all quite very ignorant of who he is and his complete nature and the fullness of him you know so He's so merciful in the sense that as much as I can be creative with my experiences with him and I can be I can be open enough to receive from him in many ways, the person that is not will be met as well as me that I am. And when I look at people like that, sometimes I judge them. <laughs> sometimes I say, yeah, this one is not very knowledgeable or whatever. <laughs> But it just makes me love God more because I'm like, God, if I were you, <laughs> this person would, would stay in this place, would be waiting, and I wouldn't answer. But prayers get answered in those circumstances, and it's God's mercy, you know. Everybody deserves deserves a chance. Some of us are, we don't even know if we're the ones that are more advanced. <laughs> Maybe we're not, but you know, we're all his children, and it's okay. What I don't accept is making it set in stone and getting other people yes. to follow that way and condemning yeah. people that don't you know because i feel like if i'm willing to do this with you why wouldn't you accept me and nothing um, diabolical or nothing satanical but just your your beliefs but then why wouldn't you accept me as i am and where judgment comes in and condemnation comes in and we begin to not be so kind to each other no i definitely don't agree with that you know but i believe that god is god is just a sweet kind merciful god and i wanted to mention about talking to god that the holy spirit has been so good to me <laughs> i was going to say so cute the holy spirit has literally been so cute <laughs> to me guys like he's so kind and so thoughtful and so patient 
because it takes a lot of patience to deal with somebody like me who is kind of slow i'm not really catching up to what god is trying to say i, I don't think all of us <laughs> any of us are my one is uh sometimes i'm like <laughs> but the holy spirit is so patient he can tell me something over and over and he can come down to my level and so the holy spirit plays a major major role and i hammer on the holy spirit because i know that not everybody believes in the holy spirit and i don't know why i don't i don't really understand it but i know how he has helped me so much and i know how on the days where i didn't know what to do you know sometimes we think that he just gives us answers but also sometimes he gives us comfort in our sadness just just being there to hold to hold me and also bringing another reason why i love the holy spirit is because the things that i've read in the bible he reminds me of those things so that also helps me a lot you know because you might not always remember every single thing but he's so sweet to remind me so that's really good all in all i think that in general a lot of people a lot of nigerians very specific now <laughs> a lot of nigerians look at god with with sorry was saying pictures with a veil but i think that we all have veils that we're looking yes. at god with you know at some point for me it was a veil of when i wanted to okay so i was doing a lot of research i said it when i was researching as when i was looking at god as my father i had a big problem because i had an earthly father who doesn't honestly reconcile mm. with who God is to me as a father? And so there were so many things that I would beat my chest. I remember having in church one day there was this whole argument about God punishes and guys, I said God punishes. <laughs> God really punishes people like, and it wasn't coming from a place of God had punished me. Or I felt like I, but there were just there was just a lot of things that I felt like I I really thought God was a different person to who He is to me now. And there were so many things that I put on him. There were so many accusations I pinned on him that he did not deserve. And it was because I was using my environment and what I knew. So you, you know how we just translate father English, father daddy, the person that you know there, you put the picture. I don't know how the mind works, but for me it was just like, before I now finally get to God, oh, I've already arranged the what I know. <laughs> I've arranged it and I said, okay, everything now is the same. And it wasn't like that. So that one, God had to teach me a lot. He had to really, really teach me a lot about who he is to me as my father. But, you know, for people, it can be different things. It can be a lot of other things that you go through, your experiences, and then you just cannot seem to understand. But guess what? God understands how we don't understand. (laughs) You know, he knows. He knows the fact that we can't even fully understand it. And he... He still sticks with us. He doesn't give up on us. So, um, I think my message for everybody is that please don't just give up on yourself. Because people oftentimes find it easy to just give up and walk away and stop trying. I've been trying. I've been looking for God. God has not shown himself. Yeah. I'm tired. I was going to. I, I remember before we started recording. To I remember the um, another conversation we had in the kitchen about you know how God talks to us, and I was just thinking how how can people. I don't really know because a lot of times I hear people saying when people are spiritually mature or yeah. a little bit more grown, they say things like at the time I did not know it was God. Mm-hmm. So how can people easily differentiate God's voice from you know the voice of you know fear, anxiety, devil? Um, I would say for me, for sure, 
word of God. I mean, let's start from there first. Um, I know that people find it difficult reading the Bible, but if you have those voices in your head, um, he's not going to tell you anything about you, about your situation that he hasn't said. He's not going to go against his word. And people, people don't think it's practical, but it's the most practical thing ever because I'm even trying to think about how to explain it, how to defend, not everything needs to be defended, but how to defend using the Bible. <laughs> like, it just makes sense. The Bible is the word of God. And so you can literally, more, in more practical terms, do a lot of research. You can Google scripture. Please, I'm just putting this out there. You can Google scripture. Um, Google different translations. Exactly. Origin. Translations. That's what I was about to say. Put things side by side. And I think that also talking to people sometimes could help. Or talking to... Say people don't have anyone that they can talk to. While you think about it, I yeah. think that people sometimes feel like... Because society has painted... the uh, society has been got to be this um, bad guy, this yeah. moral monster that you yeah. can never dare speak against. See, God is not afraid of your questions. He's no not. matter how what's the He's word not. left you think it is, no matter how like insulting you think it is, yeah. like he really sometimes my heart breaks because I and I think about God because I think about I, I once had this picture impression of God as this sad side chick that we run no i'm serious and my i thought god was sadist no sad chick okay side chick. My own. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm going to explain like sometimes we just treat god like an option and like every choose every other thing and I mean, i'm saying we because i'm guilty of this sometimes mm. just every other day we'll choose netflix and chill over him. we'll choose friends we'll choose calling that friend over you know prioritizing time with god and god is just there like Please, <laughs> like I just God, you trust me. You don't want you don't want Please God more now. than He wants you. Like mm. you don't want to know God more than He wants you to know Him. You do not any the desire you think you have for God. Trust me, the, God has hundred times more of that desire for you to know Him. If that yeah. makes sense. So like I just think of God. I'm just like because I don't know if you have, but I have been in those situations where I I really wanted someone, and that person only wanted me sometimes, yeah, and not all the time. And it breaks my heart that for many of us, that is how God, that's how we treat that's how God. We treat God. That is the position that we have given God, and um, where were we? We're talking about yeah. So yeah, so God, so yeah, yeah. Questions. God is not afraid of your questions. He's not. So, so you can definitely. In ask fact, him. he gladdens his heart because, like, if you have been fortunate, I'm fortunate. Not my father said, "Life." I'm fortunate to have. Like, you were talking about how your earthly father. I the older I get, the more thankful I am for my of for and of my father because mm-hmm. I can using my father, I can see God. Yeah. Not completely, obviously, because he's simply reflection and yeah. he's also a human being. But like, I can see God, and I, like, I I don't have a problem asking my father questions. He loves. My earthly mm. father loves to have conversations and like and the way he loves to have those to hear those conversations, God loves it hundred mm. times more. So don't think that there's any question that is too ah, I'm ashamed of asking. Just in case you don't have anybody to ask. And even if you have someone to ask, but you Just think but you think that you cannot ask them certain questions because you don't want them to look at you certain way. Ask God. Like he might not answer you how you think he will answer you, but trust me, he will answer you. And even when he doesn't answer you. 
it will comfort you while you're waiting for the mm. answer so don't just while i was waiting for you to say something but just just don't be afraid to ask god yeah. anything but to go back to the original thing about identifying god's voice yeah. i think that sometimes you think that god is going to come and there's going to be you drama and i think yes drama and yeah people always people actually always expect, expect that because it's good yeah, because do you understand and now i'm just thinking i hope that people are not disappointed like <laughs> it is good and there's this um scripture that says you know um and there was the wind but he and was, he was not, not there and i was just thinking about that yeah like god is not always in the drama trust in there are times when you know he is but more often than not he's not in Sometimes drama it's so just peaceful it's just peace so for me a great way to identify you know god's voice as opposed to all the other voices in your head is a voice that comes with peace and yes. calm and you just feel I don't say feel because I, I don't, we shouldn't be led by our feelings, but I can't think of a better word. But to say you feel at peace mm-hmm. when you hear this voice, like it just calms you down. It's like I don't know, having a cold bath on a hot afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> like it just, it just calms you down, and it just feels right. And, and there's no restlessness. There's no. There's fear. no restlessness. Yes. No anxiety. No anxiety. Yes. It's just. Yeah. And sometimes, a lot of times, it will come as Bible verses or things that do not go against the word. Because as you said, God cannot um, contradict Himself. Yeah. So there's that too. So any other thing I want to add? I'm just thinking like, how do you? I'm really like trying to think of like practical ways to identify God. Because a lot of not not say a lot of us, some of us. Some people have, I think, some, there are people that have really seen lives, yeah, both and heads, yeah, or some of us that just okay, yeah. So, I was actually even talking to a friend about okay. this recently, and because this is the part that I did not mention <laughs> when you just said it, I remember that there were, there were, and there still are a couple of voices in my head that I hear, and <laughs> there are a couple of voices sometimes i imagine stuff i'm very creative so i'm very imaginative so sometimes i like to think about stuff and i like to talk to myself in my head sometimes outside of my body as well like actually and then for some time in fact for late last year i was going through i've i've been dealing with anxiety for, for some time so there are a couple of in fact i've had the whole of last year and from 2018 i started having constant attacks from the devil attacks on my mind so i remember having a conversation with i think it was driving with my husband i was like the devil was so mean to me last night like i would have those i would have those nights where the devil is honestly so mean and he would say things to me that he knows would hurt me because <clears throat> because he was he was preying on my insecurities so I had those voices to deal with as well. Um, but I think what I would always do, I mean, there are some things that are clearly not from God, if, if you're feeling sad and everything. But there were other things like thinking about desires or thinking about or trying to make a decision or asking God questions and you're getting so many answers and you're like, okay, which one is God? Um, but what I did before I could identify and pick out his voice especially because the devil can be in my experience can be very tricky 
fact he tries to mirror completely mm. he try you know like a chameleon a hair like that animal he tries to be like and the devil also quotes scripture to me anyway he does it's so it's so crazy it's like a psychopath like the joker but i'm not saying the joker is devil <laughs> anyway so what i always did when i had those challenges which did not really happen in us um i would i would ask god again I would ask him a million and one times and I would ask God for confirmation. I would honestly sincerely ask God for confirmation. And then I would hear I would hear him in other things. You know, so people would come and talk to me. But then I would like a marker in my head. So the first time it happens, like a marker I've marked his voice. So when I've confirmed that this is him, I've marked his voice. The next time it happens, I can confirm. I can go another way or something. But when I come back to knowing it's him, I've marked his voice. Somehow, after consistently and constantly communicating with God about other things and not just waiting for the next time I'm confused, you know, because it's confusion, honestly speaking, I kept on listening for his voice. Now, the thing is that one thing the devil doesn't do for me often, because these are all my experiences, one thing the devil doesn't do, the devil doesn't really, I figured that he doesn't really have my time as much. The devil only seems to come for me when he feels like I'm necess- I'm like charged or something. I'm on fire. I don't know how to explain this. When the devil feels like I'm on fire, then he comes. But you know when those days you're not very charged, spiritually, you're just there. <laughs> the devil doesn't really have my time. Because you're already close to his levels. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, shade. No, it's not shade. No, I'm not shade. shade. <laughs> no, I'm not saying like you're already, you know. Eh. Yeah. But those times, definitely those now have my time. But God has my time. Always. So God, during those times, I'm mm. now talking to, and God is now talking, engaging me more, and we're talking, and those times that I'm mm. down, eh. Let me tell you how it worked for me. Those times that I'm now down, I'm not now posting on Instagram. I'm not praying for anybody. I'm not evangelizing to anybody. I'm just in my shell. I'm feeling sad and upset. And God is comforting me. He's there for me. He's He's making me feel better, you know. So it makes it easier for you to identify so now, his voices. So that when so those... thank you. So later mm-hmm. on, it's not like because even though this voice sounds like this voice, there's a familiarity mm. in one that I can recognize. Not by I can recognize this voice because there is something there that is more than the voice. It's I can hear, I can hear the, I can hear, I don't know how to explain it. It's like how you can hear your mother's voice even before she, you. she even before you call her, tells Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Because you spend time with her, you know her voice. So it's beyond even the voice. It's you beyond can, the voice. Even if she's trying to, like my sister does the thing where she tries to pretend like it's not her because I know her. Okay. So I know how to explain it. Okay. So in him. Imagine you have somebody that sounds exactly like you. My sister sounds like me. Okay, good. Sounds exactly like you, but it's the direct opposite of how you think. Now, the thing that I was con- conversating, I was talking to God, mm-hmm. when I was talking to God, we had conversations where I now understood how he thought. Mm-hmm. So when this one is like saying, oh, Inem can never say that. Mm. But it's Inem's voice. No, Inem will never say that. You know, there are some things that I know that ah, Inem cannot do it too. Mm. Ah, Inem is eating small chop. No, that's not Inem. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's not Inem. So it's just like, no, God can never say that. Like, mm. it just doesn't. It automatically doesn't sound like God. Not because of the voice, 
but because of the content of so you are saying you are saying that knowing god's nature makes it easier for you to spot yes. his voice regardless yes. of whether the devil is doing a good job of imitating mm. yeah. yes so i guess ultimately um time and experience yeah. and intimacy will just make it's it a lot so easier important. to you know just figure out when god is speaking spend to time you time with god and be intentional about it I was going to talk about intention, being intentional. I was going to say, you know, you had kind of throwing shade at people that, you know, do rituals. But I think that there is a pop, there is, there's that too. Like, that also helps because. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because oh, there's a time. Yeah. <laughs> there's time I used to be more intentional about spending I, I yeah. actually want to go back to that. More intentional about spending time because I had alarms on my phone. Thank you. Yeah. No, so. No, no. There are certain things that I definitely see here. I feel for all that is the heart behind it mm-hmm. and the intention behind it. So there are certain things that me I do regularly. I have routines, mm-hmm. and it's because I know myself, right? I know who I am as a person, and I know that I need to do this to be able to do that. But enforcing that on everybody, so people are different. Yeah. So when you see five hundred people, and you see that we're all getting our answers this one way and this one method and steps, well, it's possible. But, but God can exist out of, outside, outside of, that. of that. Yeah, there is no God is not a one trick pony. Like he can, he can definitely walk outside of yeah of anything that you think. So yeah, God is more than anything that we think that you know. He's not a one trick yeah. pony. I think I just want to. I guess the, for me the whole thing like you can set your alarms, you can meet God at a certain time, but like do not bring religion into this and make a doctrine out of it and yeah. say except i go to church some people can be like that except i go to church except i go to that statue of virgin mary and lie down there that is the only time that god can hear me or except i wake up at, like my problems with all this except you know what i don't even like about oh. that personal and this is also very personal i don't know about other people but for me it's funny i'm saying this because it now sounds like i've had a relationship with the devil <laughs> but <laughs> what i've experienced with the devil is that I've I've struggled a lot with condemning myself. I can easily like if you if you're close to me, you would even notice the times where I instantly condemn myself for things that I'm passionate about and I want to do the best and I feel like anything below that standard. So when I get into that that cycle of of thinking that it has to be this way, if it's not that way, then the devil has I've just opened up. It's so easy for him to come and that tell me that. Thing. That perfectionist Thank thing you. is a trap. Thank you. <laughs> Progress over perfection. Because you will just trap you there and then you just make ah. it. Just, you're actually vulnerable for just like attacks and just negative um, mm. things. So to round this up, what is the best thing like for you? What would you say has been the best thing about doing life with God? Wow. Wow. <laughs> I just have to pick one. Okay, two two things okay so i'll say that for me the best thing has been having a forever friend Mm. because i love people but the kind of person that i am i easily i make a lot of friends i'm a social butterfly but i'm that social butterfly that will go back and at the end of the day not have anybody like i'll not feel sad i'll feel lonely and everything and my moods have always been up and down it's been a very tough emotional journey for me and it's a very tough mental one but you know there's so many so many times when i'm tempted to feel down 
and to just that feeling down is going to be going to somewhere else and the holy spirit is just there and i can talk to god i have him as my friend forever mm. i'm so big on friendships god has revealed himself to so many ways but as my friend i feel like it's the sweetest thing ever and he treats me so nicely and he's so kind to me and he doesn't make me he doesn't he doesn't hurt me so it's been a journey of knowing that i have somebody in my corner the second thing that i would say is before you say second thing, i like to say i like the fact that you didn't say that you said friend not father because that can mm. seem really far yeah. uh, and like there, there uh, are levels that, that to, especially for other people that do not have like a healthy relationship yeah. or any relationship with their earthly father. Yeah. So I like the fact that you said friend because mm-hmm. people people can understand yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Um and well imagine in him forever. <laughs> in him forever. Um the second thing I'll say is people of course this community. Ah uh, it's just obviously going to be the second because I'm so big like I'm such a clingy person. But I don't always know how to communicate that and I don't I'm not very what's the word? I can be very clingy, but also I'm very I can be very moody. It's so complicated, but God knows me best. But he has given me people that genuinely love me. That can handle you. That can handle me. And he has blessed me with people that have helped me. In fact, 2019 my 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 blessings were people because they helped me to they helped me to make sure that my emotions were in check there was no time when like i even tried to be sad <laughs> like you know you're begging like let me just think about my problems for one minute but there are always people around me that i can reach out to and it's like you're never really alone and of course god i know sometimes i don't reach out to them god is touch them to reach out thank to you me. crazy very very crazy and also just because you can't do this life alone now you need as much as i have god i also need people around me and when you love god and when you know god i mean god is love it's just so natural and so easy it's organic for you to love other people and because these people that he has placed me with are looking at love and looking at other people the same way god is looking at it and understanding or trying to anyway it's like they don't make a mistake you know there are people that love you wrong and i've come across a couple of those people or people don't understand love fully so they don't treat you how love would treat you but these people are working towards it as well as i am and so even when they make mistakes it's like we can talk about it we can come back to it or maybe i'm the one that made the mistake but because we're all on the same journey and because you have god and the holy spirit it just works it it, it just works you know it's amazing it's the practically story of my life or things i was going to say but i guess i'll just say them in my own way <laughs> i think that the best thing about doing life with god is that there is god and i know that there, yeah. god is always there like i know that people keep you know talking about doomsday i know the world is coming to an end and what's such a terrible place and this this that and you know there's no money and bribery and all yeah. these other things but the 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 thing that differentiates or the one thing that separates a believer from a non-believer is that a believer always has god mm. so the bible didn't say that you it thinks will be good every time yeah. mm. there will be trials and tribulation <laughs> but there will be god and knowing that because last year oh god you know ah. last year was a year but i would not have survived that year without god yeah. that was just different that was what differentiated me from any other person that i had the year i had 
So the best thing about doing life with God is that there's God. And God is constant. And God is constant. He doesn't change his mind. Mm. I think that you know we, we put our human things on God because like as human beings sometimes. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes I can hurt my friend and she has to take time to, you know, heal from it. Even after she tells me she has forgiven me, but she needs to like there'll still be that awkwardness. Or it's not like that with God. Yeah. You see, you come and say, God, I'm sorry. He's still there. Even before you say the sorry, he's still there. Like God is just there's no there's nobody that can be God but God because as a human being, I'm just like wow, God. I'm really suffering in her hands. So you really suffered in my hand, God and I'm just this, I'm just this small he's speck trying. of dust, and you know. So he I think is. that's the best thing about doing life with God it's just amazing we're talking about this earlier today now like ah, the creativity that there's never a dull moment I was just to say so, there's never a dull moment he will take the he will take the dull seemingly dull seemingly ordinary things and make, and make it, it like I can't count all the times I'm on my way to work and I'm just smiling like a phone and I'm just like <laughs> do you understand because some God does tell me something <laughs> or I'll just look at something or I'll just see something and it's just a private joke or sometimes I'm just like, I love it. I'm just sitting down. I'm just like, God, what do I? Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you don't even always have to, you know, because it's a two way street. It's not you always constantly initiating. going after, yeah, initiating the thing. <laughs> so sometimes it's just God that's just like, hey, and you just say something. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I, I remember tweeting today that I had a thought and I knew that that thought was not my own. That was definitely God, yeah. not me. Because, like, you put something into your head, they're like, this is not me. Because if it was me, I would be too afraid to think like this. So. Doing, doing life with God is amazing. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. If yeah. there's nothing you do for yourself in 2020, nothing, find God or let God. Not even find God because it's not like God is missing. It's, it's there. Accept God. Invite God into your situation and just say, at this thing, if you don't take anything away from this, take just take this one thing. Yeah. Take, let our, let our stories, let this whole thing just inspire you to say, God, me too, I want. No, I, I don't think there should be jealousy and envy when it comes to mm. hearing someone's testimony, hearing about someone's faith journey. Yeah. Because I have people like you, I have people like, you know, Salome, Sunesis, all these amazing people in my life. Yeah. So I have amazing relationships with God. And it just makes me know that there is more. That, 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 that I can always aspire for more. So when I see someone say something in church that they just found out or just learned, I go back home and I'm like, God, how far? Wow. Me too. <laughs> like, you, you forget me. <laughs> me too, I want. <laughs> And God is delighted because you keep wanting him. He is. So, he is. so just invite him and like that thing that name was talking about that you were talking to her in movies. Me too, so I come want. Come and tell me my yeah. Come and tell <laughs> my own. And God will just come and give you Jara and Jara and I was like, oh wow. On that note, I have to say, you guys don't understand how long we've been trying to do this thing. We've been trying to do this thing for since last since year. Last year. And things keep happening, and I'm so happy that we are finally doing this. And I really, really, I don't need to pray. God will do His thing, but <laughs> I'm so happy that we are finally doing this. So thank you so much, Esther. Thank you, Inan. Yeah, thank you for being in my life. Aww. You know, how do we meet? Yes, we you met. Know the story we by met. The story. We met on social media. That's how we met. I think on Instagram. I I don't know who slid into into whose DMs, but you know, God did His thing, and now twenty years down the line. <laughs> okay guys thank you so much for listening yes and thank you so much for being here thank um, you. just listen and i didn't want to do the whole like share comment comment subscribe i didn't want to do that my own is just friend, listen and just go and meet god and be like yeah. god me too thank you so much for listening bye bye guys